Shalom to all. Today's daf is Shabbos, daf Kufnun Zayin, the last daf of Masechus Shabbos. We're starting three lines from the top, the third to last word on the line. And today's daf is sponsored by Esther Rachel Basnecha Malka. She and her family should be blessed with Bani Chaim Zayin Raviche, and Hashem should shower them with Bracha Ad Belidai. Now, we had just concluded the previous daf with a statement that Rabbi Yechon holds like Rabbi Shimon, who's very makal when it comes to Mokta and Shabbos. However, we also know that Rabbi Yechon Paskin is like a Stam Mishnah, and therefore, if we have a Stam Mishnah that seems to be like Rabbi Huda, then we have a contradiction in Rabbi Yechon's Shita. So the Gemara says, Tashma, we have a mission that says, Maschilin by Remus HaTevin, we should start using a pile of straw for fuel for a fire on Yontif, but we're not allowed to use the wood that's in the backyard. This seems to be that this mission is like Rabbi Yehuda. He doesn't allow us to use the wood from the backyard because we didn't have intent to use it before Yontif. So we see we have a stereotype, So the Gemara says, no, it's not a kasha. We're talking about two different types of cedar wood, the Mokta Machas Chesron Kis. That is a special type of Mokta Machas Chesron Kis. I feel Rabbi Shimon, that even Rabbi Shimon's going to agree, this is type of cedar wood that people use only for a building and not for firewood, and that's why a person is not allowed to use it for firewood on Yontif, even according to Reb Shimon. So Gemara says, Tashma, in Mashkin Hamid Barrios, we are not allowed to water and shecht wild animals on Yontif. This is talking about regular animals that we would normally shecht, but they live out in the field, so they're wild. Avo Mashkin Veshechnes Habaisais, we are allowed to water and shecht domestic animals. Again, we see that this seems to be like Rabbi Huda, that only domestic animals are prepared for use on Yontif, and therefore, again, we have a contradiction to Rabbi Yechen and Shita. So the Gemara answers, Rabbi Yechen has a different stamish than other Paskins like him. Beishame holds that we're allowed to take off bones and shells from a table. We have to remove the entire table and then shake it off. We're not allowed to remove it by hand. If Amr of Nachman or of Nachman had said, We really have to switch around the Shitas. Beishame holds like Rabbi Huda and Beishil holds like Rabbi Shimon. So we see that we have a stam Mishnah that Beishil Paskins like Rabbi Shimon and that's what Rabbi Yechon holds like. And now the Gemara says, they argue. Chad Amr once says, In regards to Shabbos, Halacha Kreb Shimon, the Halacha is always like Kreb Shimon when it comes to Mukta. He's very makol. Levar mi Mukta machmas mias, except for this type of Mukta, which means it's Mukta because it's disgusting, it's repulsive. Umayni you, and what is that? Ner Yashan, an old lamp. This is talking about an old clay lamp that was lit before Shabbos and wasn't lit on Shabbos. And Rabbi Huda holds that it's Mukta because it's repulsive. It has these oily deposits on it, and you're not going to be able to use it for anything. Whereas Rabbi Shimon holds it's not Mukta because you could technically store little trinkets in it. In that case, we're going to pass like Rabbi Huda that it's Mukta. Bechad Amr once says, Mukta machos miyaz nami alachak Rabbi Shimon. Malachas like him also and it's not going to be Mukta. Levarmi Mukta machos iser except for that type of case where the halachas is going to be like Rabbi Huda. Umaynihu, what's the case of Mukta machos iser? Ner shedliku baba iser Shabbos, a lamp that was lit on that Shabbos, meaning when we came into Shabbos, the lamp was lit, therefore it was usher to move then and we're going to pass like Rabbi Huda in that case. Avo Mukta machos chesron kiss when we're talking about that, Afil Rabbi Shimon might that even he's going to agree. Did not we have a Mishnah called Kalim and Talim Shabbos, all Kalim are allowed to be moved on Shabbos, except for a large saw which is used specifically for cutting wood for construction, and you're not going to use it for any other type of wood cutting. And this peg or this knife that's used as part of the plow to create the furrows in the ground, no one's going to use it for anything else other than that, lest it get ruined. And that, Reb Shimon agrees, that Moksa Machas Chasrin Kis is going to be Moksa on Shabbos. And the Mishnah says, Mefir Nadar Shabbos, one is allowed to be Mefir Nadar Shabbos, he is allowed to annul a vow on Shabbos, Vinish Alin Linadar Shemitzarach Shabbos, and he's allowed to do She'ela to a nether that has relevance to Shabbos. What's the difference between Afaras Nadarim and She'ela Nadarim? When a woman makes a nether, so the husband is given a special heter from the Torah to be Mefir his wife's nether, that's Afaras Nadarim, and She'ela Nadarim is when a person himself makes a nether and he wants to get rid of it for whatever reason, so he's able to go to a Chacham or a Bezin and they're able to take that off for him. And the Gemara is going to discuss this. The Mishnah continues, Upaik 
Hefkin is Hamaar. We're allowed to shutter a window on Shabbos. Umaydin is Hamatlis. We're allowed to measure a cloth to see if it's large enough to be Mkabotoma. Umaydin is a mikvah. We're allowed to measure a mikvah to see if it has the proper shear to see if we can use it on Shabbos. Umaydin, there's a story. May Avish Rabbzadik. In the days of the father of Rabbzadik, Umay Abishal bin Bitness, Shapakos Hamaar, they shuttered a window, but with an earthenware jug, the Kashrus Hamakeda, and they tied a flask, Begemi, with a moist reed, Leda, to know, Imyesh Begigas Pesach Tefach Himlav, to see whether or not the opening of the barrel had a Tefach, Umidvrem Lamanu, and from their words we can learn, Shapaikin, Umaydin, Vakashim Shabbos, they were allowed to shutter a window and measure and tie something on Shabbos, and the Gemara is going to explain all this. And now the Gemara says, Ibailahu, Hafara, Bain Lutzarach, Menshalah when we're talking about Hafara Sindarm, a man being made for his wife's nether, is that allowed to be done on Shabbos, whether it has relevance to Shabbos? For example, if a woman said, I'm not going to eat chalant on Shabbos, that has relevance to Shabbos, whereas if she says, I'm not going to go to the store, that obviously doesn't have any relevance to Shabbos. Usha'ela, but when we're talking about a person being mashil on his own nether, Lutzarach in, he's only allowed to do that on Shabbos if it has to do with Shabbos. Shaloy Lutzarach loy, but if it doesn't have relevance to Shabbos, he's not allowed to. And Mishum Hachi Kapal Adadi, and that's why the Mishnah splits them up and lists them as two separate cases. more perhaps Afar Nami Lutzarach in Shaloy Lutzarach loy. Even Afar Snadarim, a man being made for his wife's nether, is only allowed to be done if it's relevant to Shabbos. And the reason why they're split in the Mishnah is Hafar doesn't need a Bezin, the husband does it by himself. And She'ela needs a Bezin, meaning it needs a Chacham, and that's the reason why we split it up. So Tashma, we have an answer to Tani Zuti Debe Rapapa, Zuti taught in the base measure of Rapapa, Mefir Nadarm B'Shabbos, we can make for Nadarm B'Shabbos, Litzayrech Shabbos, only if they have relevance to Shabbos. Litzayrech Shabbos in, Shaloy Litzayrech Shabbos, Loy. So we have an answer to our question. Lishnachrina, a different version of this question, Ibail who they asked, Litzayrech, when it says in the Mishnah, you're only allowed to do it Litzayrech HaShabbos. Atrevayu Katani, what's that going on both? Hafar Sindarim and She'ela of Nidarim. V'Shaloy Litzayrech Loy, and you're never allowed to be mefer or be mashal on a neder if it's Shaloy Litzayrech. Alamo Hafar Sindarim Me'es We learn from here that Hafar Sindarim is a 24-hour period, which means that when a wife makes a neder, the husband has a full 24-hour period to be made for that neder, and if he doesn't do so within that 24-hour period, then the neder is going to be chal, it's going to be a relevant neder, and it's going to stick and stay. So if we're saying that he's only allowed to be made for a neder that has relevance to Shabbos, and he's not allowed to be made for a neder that doesn't have relevance to Shabbos, it must mean that he has a full 24 hours to be made for this neder. Therefore, if she makes a neder on Shabbos, if it has no relevance to Shabbos, there's no problem. The husband could still be made for it after Shabbos. But the Gemara continues, Oidilmer, perhaps, Kikatani Litzarech, when it says in the Mishnah that he's only allowed to do this Litzarech, that's Asha'elhu Diktani. It's only going on him asking for his own neder, but when we're discussing Afar Sidarm, Afil Shaloy Litzarech, he's even allowed to be made for his wife's neder if it has no relevance to Shabbos. Alman, we will learn from there that Afar Sidarm is Kalayim, that he only has the day itself that his wife made that neder. So even though it has no relevance to Shabbos, nonetheless, he's still allowed to be made for it on Shabbos. The Gemara says, Tashma, the Tani Ravzuti, the Bayer of Puppy, Ravzuti taught in the base measure of Rav Puppy, Mefir Nadarim B'Shabbos, Lutzarech HaShabbos, and we learn from there, Lutzarech HaShabbos in, only if it has relevance to Shabbos. Shalal Lutzarech HaShabbos, Loi, he's not allowed to be made for Nadarim that have no relevance to Shabbos. Almahafar Nadarim Eis We see from here that a husband is allowed to be made for his wife's nether for a full 24 hours after she makes the nether. Amravashi Ravashi says, Vahanan we have a Mishnah not like that. Hafar Nadarim, Kol Hayayim. Hafar Nadarim is only the day that she makes the nether. Vyesh Bedavar Lhakal Lhachmir. And there's a leniency and a Chumra in this. Ketzad, how could that be? Nadr Leili Shabbos. If she made a nether on Friday night, May for Leili Shabbos, Vyayim Shabbos, Ashitachach, he could be made for it the whole Friday night and the entire Shabbos until it gets dark. But Najim Chashecha, if she made a nether right before it got dark, on Maitzi Shabbos, may for Ashley Techshach, he's only allowed to be made for it before it gets dark. Shim Loi Hafer, Mishachashecha, if he wasn't made for it before it got dark, and Yachala Hafer, now he's stuck, he's not allowed to be made for it anymore. We see that Hafar Sadarim of a husband to a wife is only the day that she made the nether. So the Gemara says, Tanahi, it's a Machlakis Tanahim, Tanahi, we have a Brisa, Hafar Sadarim, Kol Hayyim, Hafar Sadarim is the whole day, 
they say you have a full 24 hours. And the on Shabbos, that means a person is annulling their own personal vows, going to the Rav or to a Bezdin. They asked, is this only when he didn't have time to do it before Shabbos? Or even if he had time to do it before Shabbos, nonetheless he's allowed to go and be matured his nether on Shabbos. Tashma, does Dakiku Le Rabbanon, Rav Zutcher, Braid Rav Zera, the Rabbanon involved themselves in the nether of Rav Zutcher, Braid Rav Zera, Vesharole Nidre, and they permitted his vow. But Afagav, the Havle Penai, even though he had time before Shabbos, so we see even though you have time to do it before Shabbos, nonetheless you're still allowed to do it on Shabbos. And we had said in the Mishnah Shapakos, Hamarbet Havich, Vakashus, Hamakida, Begemi, what exactly was the story? Amrav Yehudam Arav. There was a small path or alleyway in between two houses. And there was Toma there, there was a dead person there. And there was a cracked barrel on top of them, meaning on top of two houses and on top of this mace. And they shuttered the window with an earthenware flask. And they tied a flask with a reed. Whether or not there was a tefach in this crack of the barrel. Okay, so we already know that when a mace is inside a house or under a roof, it's Thomas spreads throughout the entire house, anything that's underneath this roof, and that's called Thomas oil. Now, even if there's many rooms in the house divided by walls, if there's an opening the size of a tefach, then the Toma will travel through it. Now, another halacha, if there's an opening the size of a tefach above the mace, then the Toma just travels directly upwards, not being a Tame anything. So this is what happened. There was a dying person that was in the alleyway. There was a cracked barrel being mile over this person, and the two houses on either side of this person. So they plugged the window of these houses with an earthenware kli to prevent the Toma from entering entering the window. Earthenware helps for this because we know that the outside and underside of a klicheres can't be makabal toma. Now, however, this might not have even been necessary because there was a crack in the barrel. And if that crack was a tefach, then the toma would have just went upwards. So in order to measure the size of the crack, they took a reed, which was meant to be used as animal food, and tied it to klicheres a tefach wide. Now, this is mutter because the knot will only be there temporarily as they want to use this reed as food. And furthermore, once the reed dries, it will become untied anyway, so it's not really possible to tie it permanently. So we learn from here that it's permitted to temporarily shutter a window, tie a knot, and measure on Shabbos. And the Mishnah had said, and with Ula visited the house of the Rish He saw that Rabbi Rav Huna was sitting in a tub of water, the Kamasha Chlein, he was measuying it. Amalei told him, Let's say that the Rabbanon only allowed you to do a measurement on Shabbos if you were trying to do it for a mitzvah. You're trying to make sure that this is a mikvah and you could use it as a kosher mikvah. But the law of mitzvah, mi Amr, if it's not for a mitzvah, who says you're allowed to measure it? And you're obviously not doing this for a mitzvah because you're sitting in the tub of water of Mayim Shuvim and it can't be used as a mikvah. So Amalei told him, I'm just busying myself with something. I'm a little bit bored, so I'm sitting and I'm measuring it, but I'm not trying to do it for any constructive purpose, and that's why it's Mutter on Shabbos. Mazel Tov for finishing the entirety of Masechus Shabbos. We should be Zaycha to start and finish Masechus Ervin together, and of course, finish all of Shas together. Everyone should have a wonderful day.